I'm back, y'all. This is Apostle Pamela Witchard of Agape Deliverance Ministry Headquarters. I'm back, y'all. Let's not just talk about it, but let's be about it. The name of my podcast is Jesus is Lord. The scripture that I have with my podcast is um, John 15 and 13. Greater is he that no man lay down his life for his friends. I'm here to do the continuation of the episode. This will be episode two of Divine Healing. The goal of my podcast is to bring a world back to God. Elohim is God's name. To see the demonstration and the establishment of God's kingdom on earth. To God be the glory. Brothers and sisters, let's pray. Gracious Father, Lord, I just thank you. I give you praise, glory, and honor. Father, it's an honor to come before your people, God, to serve them, to help them. Father God, to instruct. Father God, to pray. Father, I pray, God, that you would be to um, lead me by your spirit, Father. I pray, God, that you would be, Father God, in control, Father God, of this broadcast, this podcast. Have your way. Father, I just decree and declare in the heavens and the gates, God, by your stripes, Father God, that we heal. Father, I stand here as an intercessor and intercess, God, for your people, Father God, all around the nations in a time of great crisis, Father. Father, to reveal to them, Father God, through your word, that Jesus is Lord, God, that you are the healer in the earth. And you are the answer, Father God, that the people are looking for all around the world. In Jesus' name, praise God. Brothers and sisters, the prayer of faith. I believe in, I believe in healing. You know, I have a lot of testimonies of how when I was sick, um, I fell out, I had fell out of cheer at work. And um, this lady told me, oh my goodness, you're going to have, you know, back pain. And I didn't understand that because I fell on my butt, of course. And so um, she was right. A few days later, um, about three days later, I started having this excruciating back pain where I couldn't sit down, I couldn't get up. It was like a stabbing. It was called the... Um, um, back pain. It was actually um, where I had to pull over when I would go when I was driving and tears would come down my eyes. I went to the doctors. They gave me some, um, I think, Motrim 800 milligrams. And of course, that was too strong because I didn't like taking uh, pills anyway, even when I was a child. So I was um, studying God's word. And at that time, as I said, it's been over 20 years ago, I was um, really getting into the word of God and restoring my, my relationship with Christ. And so I said, Lord, I can't do this. I took um, that one pill and I threw the rest of them away because it made me so sick. And so I just started to pray. I started to pray, read God's word, believe God, stand on the word, and just wait in expectancy because that's what God expects us to do. He expects us to continue to wait and stand on his word. So I continue to wait and stand on his word. I promise you three weeks later, when I was laying in my bed, um, all of a sudden, this heat uh, went straight up my back, straight up my spine, and the pain was instantly gone. To God be the glory. I began to jump up, which I couldn't do before, out of the bed. And because it was so sudden, and, and I knew it was God, but I don't know why I decided to go in the bathroom. My husband was right there beside me. And so I went in the bathroom, and, I, and the spirit said, bend over, touch your toes, and lean from side to side. And I did exactly that. And so I opened the door, and I just... I just started screaming um, to my husband, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. And he looked at me, he said, 
you sure are. What happened? You couldn't do none of that because he used to have to actually get me out of the um, the bathtub and stuff like that because I couldn't I couldn't do anything and the pain would come, you know, at any time, at any moment. And so we had church there, brothers and sisters, in my bedroom. You know, God, Scripture talks about take up your bed and walk while it's true. I waited on the Lord and He came. God is faithful, brothers and sisters. He's not no respecter person. What He did for me in my bedroom, in my my house, He's able to do for you. And um, the Lord spoke to me again and said to me, um, you are not in church. No one laid hands on you. He said, but you had a visitation from the Lord. God came to my bed, brothers and sisters. This is the unconditional love of God. God cares about each and every one of us. He cares about our circumstances. He cares about how long we've been sick. He cares about the crisis that's going on right now concerning the coronavirus. He cares about the people that are in the hospital, the children that are out of school, that, you know, um, that some of them that have the virus. He cares, brothers and sisters. You know, he's a father first. That's his nature. He cares about his children. So, therefore, God created us, and we have strayed. We have, we have lost our way. We have lost the path, the true path of Jesus Christ. Without holiness, no man will see the Lord. I declare unto you, without holiness, no man will see the Lord. We've allowed America, we've allowed sin to come into our house, to wreck our bodies, to destroy our families, destroy our children. We allow um, things to take place in the economy and the finances concerning um, how we operate, how we operate our business, how we operate our everyday life, how we treat one another, you know, how we want there for one another, and how God tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves. That means that if you have two slices of bread, you're supposed to give your neighbor one slice. You're supposed to check on your neighbor. You're supposed to come by and see, as a true Christian, brothers and sisters, you're supposed to visit them in, um, in jail. You're supposed to visit your neighbor in jail. You're supposed to, um, the church is supposed to send someone to visit um, that person's husband, wife, whoever, children may be in jail. You're supposed to um, take care, you know, of one another. That's the true agape love of Christ. Without prejudice, you know, it's not about what color of our skin. It's not about how big, tall we are. It's not about the status. As Jesus is not about the fame. He didn't come in with all this entourage and these big things and gold and, you know, and riding on a, in, in a, um, a big old um, Rolls Royce. He came on a donkey and he was giving us a symbol of how our nature should be. We should be humble at all times. Like a good child, we should be humble to, so that God can train us and teach us and we should stay humble. I understand there's a lot of pressure in this world. I understand things are evil and people are uh, wicked. But we have to understand, we have to keep our Christ-like nature. We have to pray for them. Even though they do all manner of evil against us. You know, sometimes it's the hardest thing in the world, but we still have to pray for them and move on. Pray for their salvation. Jesus wants them saved too. Pray for these presidents. Jesus wants them saved too. So it's our duty as a Christian to um, pray for those ones that have um, authority over, over us. And I come to you today as a leader. I see the situation at hand. I know the gifts that God has given me and bestowed upon me. I, I feel the calling on my life. I hear the voice of God, you know, calling out my name. And I know that God wants for your help. So that's why I'm here on this podcast. And I'm here to render help, the gifts, the healing that I believe. And I stand on the, the word of God. And I'm bringing you, um, the world, the people before God. Let me give you the definition of intercession. I'm an intercessor. An intercessor prays to God on um, 
behalf of inter and behalf of intervening for other people and oneself. So I'm here to intercede. You know, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God interceding for all of us. But and on the earth, the, the spirit of intercession that he gives to, you know, his believers to intercede. And um, to um, a lot of the prophets to intercede, like Moses, he interceded for the people. So I'm here to help in any way possible. So I know by my experiences, when I was down, when I had depression, when I, you know, lost my job, when I went through divorce, you know, when I was in a shelter, you know, I turned to Jesus. I turned to God. I turned to the word of God. I believed and I stood on it. And things would come up that were so horrendous, brothers and sisters, to try to pull me away from it. And I'm not saying that I didn't fall, but what I am saying is that I had to make up a mindset, no matter what comes or what goes, that I'm going to praise God. You know, for Christ I live and for Christ I die. It's time, America. It's time, um, us um, people around the nations. It's time for us to take a stand for Christ. It's time for us to be a witness for Christ. He said that to us will he come back will he find faith on the earth if we can if we keep giving in to the tricks of the enemy if we continue to give in to everything that satan throws our way god does not want his people masked up he did not have us masked up understand this is a corona this is a virus but you have to understand jesus as i said on the previous broadcast he is the healer of all mankind he created mankind the coronavirus has no authority over Jesus Christ, over his kingdom, over his sovereignty, over his rulership, over heaven. So therefore, you have to come up higher. You have to go past the doctors and you have to believe Jesus. You have to believe his word. And let me read what his word said. This is the word that we're standing on today. And this is the word I want you to meditate, for all of us to meditate on, you know, until, you know, the Lord allows me to come back with the next scripture. On in Isaiah 53, who have believed our report, and to whom is the Lord of uh, the arm of the Lord revealed? Verse 2 For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness, and we, he, when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised, this is Jesus we're talking about, and rejected of men, a man of sorrow. And acquainted with grief and we hid as it were our faces from him he was despised and we esteemed him not surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted but but he was wounded for our transgressions brothers and sisters listen he was bruised for our iniquity the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Brothers and sisters, today we are healed because of the stripes of Jesus Christ. If you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, you have to be under the blood. The blood of Jesus will cover us from these things of the world, from the woes of the world. And no matter how long, You've been sick. A lot of us know about the woman of the issue of blood. Twelve years she waited, but God came and he healed her. And we have to understand that God is sovereign. He has his timing as to when he desires to heal us. It could be he's working on your faith. It could be he's trying to see uh, someone else around you that he wants them to see what God, what he's doing in your life. But it's not for us to try to figure out. It's for you to believe. 
brothers and sisters. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God. You have to believe the kingdom of God. You have to believe in the king, which is Jesus Christ, Elohim. If you don't believe in Elohim, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Moses, then you're not believing in the true um, deity of Christ. There's no one else in this world. I don't care who else you are serving. Brothers and sisters, they don't have the power. They have not rose from the dead on the third day with all power in their hand. And Jesus said, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? What's the problem we have in America today? There's too many gods that we have made. There's too many idols that we are serving. We cannot serve Satan and God. We got to choose this day who you're going to serve. You have to make a decision in your own mind. And then you have to take a stand and say, for Christ I live, for Christ I die. Whether it comes, whatever may come your way, you have to already have a posture of faith, knowing and believing and trusting in the word of God. Because he already said that heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will stand forever. So therefore, we believe God, brothers and sisters. This coronavirus cannot touch us. He said, um, he um is the um is the healer concerning Exodus 15 26. He said that he's the Lord God that healeth thee, me us, of all sickness and diseases. Have you given your life to Jesus Christ today? It's time, America, it's time uh, for the nation, it's time for us as a broken people to admit our wrong, confess our sins to the Lord Jesus Christ, and to ask him to save us. This is the flyer that God gave me um in, in 19. I believe I got this in um, um, 2000, and I gave it out on um, 9-11. Urgent. God is calling America to national repentance. Flee from the wrath of God that is coming, meaning Jesus Christ's kingdom is the beginning of Jesus Christ's kingdom is repentance. You cannot go around the back door and start preaching the word of God without first repenting before God. Because as I said before, he's the king of kings and lord of lords. And therefore, who goes before a king and not position yourself or humble yourself before um, God's mighty hand? It says, repent ye, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Matthew 3, 2. That's John the Baptist ministry. Like I said, I started off in this ministry with this scripture as John the Baptist ministry going, going around the world, going around different states and different nations, giving out this flyer, calling for repentance. This is a call that's on my life. And I thank God because truly, at first, you know, things God speak to us in, in parables. I didn't understand the fullness of what the ministry God had given me until I started to grow in the things of God. We all must grow into our calling. For this is that, this is he that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Matthew 3 and 3, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, he shall lift you up. James 4 and 10. He that confesses sins shall not prosper, but whosoever confess and, and forsake them shall have mercy. Proverbs 28 and 13. I acknowledge my sins unto thee, Lord, and my iniquities have I not hid. I said, I will confess my sins unto the Lord, and though, and though forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Shelah. Psalms 32 and 5. Repent me to turn around turning from evil ways and turning to jesus christ and through him to god a decision brothers and sisters this is a mind your mind is made up to turn from sin sin permanently the lord jesus christ he's our sustainer he's our help he's our refuge he's going to help you as you give your life to jesus christ give your heart to jesus christ today this is an altar call of salvation 
and to salvation in Jesus Christ involves accepting Jesus Christ not only as your Savior once he saves you, but also as Lord of one's life, meaning that God has a plan for us, according to Jeremiah 29, 11, of good and not evil, to give all, A-L-L, all his children expected in. But if you have not accepted him, meaning that you just only believe God as your Savior, that he saved you, but you have plans, so let's say, oh, you want to grow up, you want to be a doctor or a lawyer. That's good and that's fine. But if that's not the plan or the path that God has for you, then you're coming against the path and the will of God for your life. So you have to surrender your will and give it over to God because I promise you, I'm a living testimony that God's will and God's plan for your life will be greater and better in Jesus' name than any plan that you could ever come about. And take the short step. Don't um, keep going around the mulberry bush. A lot of people, you know, we get saved and then we decide, okay, well, I'm going to go out there and make it better for myself because, you know, we going through something you know, to suffer with him, you ring with him and it get hard. And so then we take a step back and we say, oh, well, I don't want to go all the way. I've been there before, brothers and sisters, but you have to continue to carry your cross. Do not put your cross down. The necessary steps, there's three steps to salvation. Repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the gift, forgiveness of sins. Number three, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is the same thing. These three scriptures, I want you to meditate on. Now, those were the three, um, three um, steps of salvation. Okay. Um, you need those three steps of salvation in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven. The Holy Spirit, God will prepare you. He will prepare you for his kingdom through the trials and tribulations, through life. As we say, life happens, right? And this is what we go through. And this is why we keep getting up, brothers and sisters. Acts 2, 38. Verse 40 and verse 42, Acts 3, 19, verses 20 through 23. I would like for you to study these scriptures as well, you know, and stay um, on top of your studying and everything. So when you come back the next broadcast that you're prepared and you're getting strengthened, you see, you're getting closer to your healing. I believe God, brothers and sisters, God is the healer. And um, what I wanted to say is in this, in my Bible, I want to read to you, um, what God is saying concerning, um, you know, his healing. He says, it's by God's stripes. It's not by another man. It's not by your employer. It's not by the doctor. It says, who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Isaiah 53 and 1. Listen, now he's asking us who. That means that takes faith. You have to respond. I will. My name is Pam. I, Lord, I believe in your report. I know that you are a healer. So you're confessing who he is. You have to believe in what a someone, who someone is in order for you to receive. And I, and I spoke about this on the last broadcast. The instructions is important. When God tells us to confess our sin before him, he's God. He's royalty. He's king of kings. He's the king of the earth. And so, therefore, you're honoring his presence. He died for us, brothers and sisters. He, Jesus, our God gave his only begotten son that we may have life. So who are we to think we can go before God any kind of way? Would you go before your president? Would you go before um, uh, the queen? Would you go before, you know, somebody of prominence? No, a prime minister? No, because there's instructions. You know, even your mother teaches us and, and father teaches us our bedside manners. So when we grow up, we know how to, you know, how to conduct ourselves. So it's more, a hundred times more important that we, we, honor God and who he is, brothers and sisters, is very important. 
do not take this lightly. And this is what has happened. One of the major things I believe that has happened around the world in the church is that we have lifted up um, other people and made other idols before God. And see, God said he's a jealous God. And so God may not right away allow things to happen in our life, but he'll step back and he'll allow us to do what we desire to do. And that's what we don't want. We want to do what God what God tells us to do. We want to be led by the Spirit of God. Praise God. Because God is um, God is forever loving. He's a loving God. You know, and because he said those he loved, he chastised. So what father would not chastise his children if we continue to go in the wrong way? If we continue to give, um, um, if we continue to do the wrong thing, he's not going to allow that to happen. And this is why America has been found guilty by God because of the continuation of the sins and iniquity. Listen, this healing refers to salvation with all its benefits, spiritual and physical. Sickness and disease are the result of the fall and Satan's activity in the world. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came, he conquered, and he's still conquering. He conquered death, he conquered the grave. We are his example as true believers. You're supposed to grow in Christ. You're not just supposed to stay at one on one space, you know, and get saved, and that's it. There's gifts, and there's a calling on your life that God has for you. There's a purpose, and the Lord wants to use you. But we first have to be healed, brothers and sisters. We have to be healed as a people, and we have to be healed as a nation. And um, let's listen. Christ gave gifts and healing to His church, and commanded His followers. Commanded, brothers and sisters. Think about that word. Think about a commander in the army. That's a high position. That's a high-ranking official. And he commanded his followers. We're his followers. You believe in Jesus Christ. You accept him as Lord and Savior. You, um, he laid down his life for us. And so, therefore, he said um, for us to continue on and to uh, pick up our cross and follow him. So he's telling us to heal. Commanded his followers to heal the sick as a part of their proclamation of the kingdom of God. Brothers and sisters, that's a part of the ministry of Jesus Christ. It's a part of why God has um He has allowed us to be saved. He's allowed things um to be um able to take place in our life, the trials and the tribulation. God is a good God, brothers and sisters. Praise God. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. We want to praise him right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for all you've done in our life, God. We thank you, Lord God, for your healing today. We thank you, Lord God, for faith. You said now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen, God. It's not about us, Jesus. It's about you, Father God. We come. I come as a humble servant and lift up the name of Jesus, God. That your will be done. That your children be healed, Father God. That restoration, Father God, will take place. That revival will take place in the hearts of your people again. That they will be on fire for you, Father God. And not the things of this world. And us keep picking up material things, thinking that they're way better, God. Father God, you're able to restore, Father God, everything that man has stolen everything the devil has taken from us god and we are not concerned father god concerning what we the things material things god we're concerned about our soul where are we going to spend eternity lord jesus and we're here at the feet of jesus today father to get it right with you god that's why we woke up this morning it's another day it's another day that the lord has kept me it's another day for us to get it right brothers and sisters let's turn to matthew 4 and 23. And I would like for you to meditate on the scripture. This is the Jesus ministry. He heals the sick. So we're going um, to um, talk about Jesus and how he went about healing the sick. 
And Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their sonic use and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers disease and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatics and those that were that had palsy and he healed them and they followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from beyond Jordan brothers and sisters the people began to follow Jesus because they received their healing. They have been bound up. They have been bound up. They have been um, struggling for so long that when they came, they knew. They knew that he was different. They knew that um, they had gotten relief. They had gotten liberated. They had gotten freedom, brothers and sisters. And that's what I'm saying about the, the mask. That's not freedom. You know, when wearing this mask, it's not freedom. That's not the kingdom of God. You have to come up higher. You have to speak the word of God over your life. whether um, wherever you may, even if you're in the hospital or nursing home right now, I just stand in the gap and I believe God for your healing. I believe God for the healing of the children. I believe God for the healing of the elders, brothers and sisters, because Jesus Christ is the healer. And sometimes he heals us progressively right away, instantaneously right away. And sometimes he heals us progressively, you know, <clears throat> when I say earlier in his timing. But you have to hold on to God's unchanging hand. You can't give up. You can't throw in a towel. You got to stand still to see the salvation of the Lord. In the gospel, the kingdom of God is closely associated with healing, the performing of miracles, and driving out demons. And we have to understand that when you see, remember I said, how does God's kingdom look on earth? When people, when demons are being cast out, when people are being healed, you know what I'm saying? When um, miracles are, are being performed, or, uh, authentic miracles that's coming from God through service, because uh, we know that Satan is also busy and he's an imposter. You know, his kingdom is here as well on this earth. So they're war against one another. So we know that Jesus Christ has won the victory over 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah, praise God. And we just thank God because um, we are victorious in Christ Jesus because of Christ Jesus. Greater is he that's in Pam than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So therefore, we are little Christ here, Jesus Christ here on earth to be able to occupy until he comes. Use the gifts and callings. Use what God has given you in uh, 1 um, Corinthians 12. Um, read and meditate and study on this scripture. And ask God, if you don't know what your gift, ask him. The Lord is not going to not answer you. It may not be right that minute, but continue to go before God because God, he's a father. Like I said, that's his first nature. He cares. He cares about our situation. He cares about what we're going through, brothers and sisters. And I'm here, like I said, today, we continue to grow. And as I begin to continue to pray, I believe God. And I thank you, Lord, that their faith will be increased. I pray that your faith will be increased and that you will stand on God's word regardless of what it looked like. Let's go to um, Matthew 8 and verse 16. When even was come, when even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirit. With his word, brothers and sisters, stay in God's word, believe God's word, and heal all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. 
See, this is a part of God's kingdom. This is a major part of you seeing the kingdom of God manifest today in the lives of God's people. You will see it through the people being healed of the coronavirus. You'll see it through the deliverance of uh, satanic depression and, and, and um, demonic um, possession and activity. You will see it in love. God's kingdom is love. Um, he wished that no man perish, but all men come to repentance. God's love is agape love, which is the name of this ministry. He gave it to me in a dream. I didn't know what the word meant, but God gave it to me. I put it on this ministry because what? I believe God. And I want us to say in 2021, brothers and sisters around the world, around the nation, that we believe God. Regardless of the circumstance, regardless of coronavirus, regardless of what may come, what may go, what we may not have, I believe God because I promise you, God knows how to get the blessings to you. He knows your address. He knows the very what? Numbers of the hairs is on your head. So why wouldn't he know your address? I got a testimony for that too. A job I was waiting for for a long time. Six months later, I had moved, changed my phone number. But guess what? The manager of the company came to one of the my friends because I put her on there as emergency contact. So the Lord sent the manager of the company to my address and gave me my blessing. And I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen.